Hello, and welcome to What the Denmark, the show that decodes Danish culture. As well as our in-depth research that explains why something so normal in Denmark is confusing to outsiders, we also want to shine a light on people adapting to the Danish way of life. These episodes will feature an interview with someone about what they have learned from living in Denmark, how this compares to their home culture, and any things they wish they had learned earlier. What the Denmark is all about resolving cultural confusion, and so the more we can talk about these differences, both serious and, let's be honest, funny, the better. If you or someone you know has some interesting tips or stories to share, then stick around to the end for details on how to appear on the show. Okay, let's get started. Our guest this week was a classmate of mine when I started learning Danish. Esther is originally from the Netherlands and has lived in Denmark since August 2019. My husband got a job in Denmark, so we decided to move. Before the Netherlands, I lived in France. After France, we lived three years in Israel, in Tel Aviv. And then we moved to Denmark. I always find it interesting learning about other countries. And so I asked Esther if there was anything that really characterised Dutch people and the Netherlands. The Dutch people, they really love their country and culture. So when there are events we can celebrate, we will. On the 27th of April, that's the birthday of our king. Everyone has that day off. Then everyone, really everyone, is dressed up in orange color. It's the national color of the Netherlands. There's parties, people are selling things in the streets. Kids make pastries or cakes and they sell them. That's really a national thing, very popular in the Netherlands. Esther has lived in many different countries over the years. She is quite accustomed to moving, as well as adapting to new cultures. She knows that no matter where you move, you have to approach it differently. I'm curious, was there any advice that you got before moving here that you found was particularly helpful? What is really important here is to network. I think 80% uh, is done by networking here. Because while I didn't know anyone who was living in Denmark at the time, I did a lot of research on the internet, on all the social media. Facebook is very popular here. You can find so many groups Uh, You can ask questions. People will reply immediately. So uh, get as much information as you need before going to Denmark. Um, Was there anything that once you were here where you were like, oh, I'm I'm really glad that I know this? Yeah, well, it was really good to know that you need uh, as soon as possible your CPR number. It's the the Mm. social security number, the yellow card, because it allows you to uh, get into the healthcare system. You can start paying your taxes if you work. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You can open a bank account, but you need your number for everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, when I bought a mobile phone, I needed also to see a CPR number. Yeah, I found that that strange. Yeah, so you need it for everything. I think I even needed it when I got a subscription at the sports school I went to. So when moving to Denmark, you need to know how to network and you need your yellow social security card. But to navigate in a new country, you also need to know a bit about the culture. And the first thing you need to do 
to impress Danish people is to make sure to be on time. The punctuality. Mm. If the meeting, for example, starts at uh, nine o'clock, they are there at nine o'clock. You can't be five minutes late. For example, the other day I went to the dentist. I was literally one minute late. And I got a call saying, where, where are you? And I was like, what? I'm in the stairways. I'm, I'm, I'm there in one minute. I mean, being Dutch, we like to plan as well. But I think we're a bit more flexible. Okay. And here, um, yeah. Is there a particular sort of anecdote you can, you can tell us about when you were like, oh, gosh, this is a bit more planned than I was expecting? Well, we had some friends here. Yeah, well, I mean, I remember that when I said, oh, uh, when shall we meet? And then she gave me a date two and a half months later. And I was, huh? <laughs> will, I, will I still be in Denmark? <laughs> no. <laughs> the Netherlands and Denmark are actually quite similar in a lot of ways. They are both smaller Northern European countries with an old monarchy. But that's not all they have in common. There are loads of bikes everywhere. When I came to Denmark, I was really surprised to find as many as bikes here as in the Netherlands. I wasn't expecting that. Mm -hmm. But in I think the, the Netherlands is even more extreme because when you arrive at the central station in, in any city, they have those really large parking lots only for bikes. Okay, so you, you feel somewhat at home with all this bike yes. around? Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And yet even among the familiarity the Danes insist on making it a little bit different. When they ride a bike, they pull up their hands when they stop. Oh, and yeah. they don't do that in the Netherlands, but here everyone pulls up their hand when they stop. Or it's, it's in the beginning, I was like, huh, why are they waving? But they, <laughs> they were not waving at all. <laughs> so I still, it still strikes me when I'm on the bike. So Denmark and the Netherlands are very similar on the outside, but differ if you take a closer look. The two countries cover approximately the same area of land, and yet the Netherlands' population is more than three times the size of Denmark's. And according to Esther, that's not the only difference. I was honestly expecting also more rain. In the Netherlands, it's raining much more than here. Oh, really? Because uh, when we moved, they said, oh, uh, the weather. But uh, yeah, I think it's better than I expected. So oh, that's right. also a very good thing. And it's true. A quick Google reveals that the Netherlands has an average annual rainfall of close to 800 millimetres, whereas Denmark has only 609 millimetres. Who says Denmark should have a monopoly on rainy weather? I'm wondering, have there been any are there any sort of Danish food or drinks that you particularly like? The pastries here, mm. especially the kanelsnijl. Yeah. You know, those round uh, cinnamon. Oh my gosh. Uh, that's my favorite yeah. one too. Yeah, that's I haven't found elsewhere yet. I where, really love. Where that. Where do you think has the best kanelsnijl? Um. Well, honestly, I think Fotex has really nice ones. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I get them at Fotex. Yeah. <laughs> so some bakeries they have some really small ones. Yeah. And uh, Fotex have really uh, well good size ones. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're massive, but they're still just good size. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm Dutch, so I want uh, you know value for my money. <laughs> <laughs> Danish people really do love their pastries, but 
there is one more thing that the Danes are notoriously known for eating. They love licorice here. Oh my gosh, yes. They put it in drinks. They mix it with chocolates. They even put it in ice cream. They put it everywhere. I mean, in the Netherlands, we have a lot of licorice as well. But uh, and then last time my, my sister came and she said, oh, shall I bring licorice? And I said, no, no, <laughs> I have all the takes here because they have so much here. I was surprised by that. It's uh, well, I like licorice, but this is uh, even for my standards a bit too much. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious, have there been any sort of funny stories when you found yourself and you've, you've realized, man, I, I just, I don't understand Danish culture. Smurbrel? Yeah. No, the, the, I'm like, what's so special about that? <laughs> it's what, 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 uh, <laughs> why, do you, why, why do you say that? Well, it's, it's, I'm like, it's just a piece of bread with something on it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's good, but it's, yeah. it's, for them, it's a really big thing. Yeah. For the Danes. Thanks for listening to this episode of What the Denmark. If you'd like to learn more about what we do, then head to our website, whatthedenmark.com. On there, you'll find a form where you can get in touch with things you have found useful to learn about Denmark and to share your contact details so we can arrange an interview and to share your story on the show. A big thanks to Eli Tornu for producing and Tevin Sudi for editing the show. You can follow our Facebook page to discuss the ideas from this show and please consider leaving a rating on your podcast app if you thought the show was good. Vi ses næste gang. Is there anything else that you think is relevant to, to share? Um, what I did maybe not mention is the Danish houses or apartments, the bathrooms. They are so small. <laughs> I've got some friends where it's like you can sit on the toilet, brush your teeth and have a shower at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that that is really funny.